Oh, so we bring our um, month of community to a close, and what a wonderful month it's been, really. Um, just a lot of um, joy and sharing and honoring of people and honoring of you and, and all that you've given. And we've talked about the intentions of um, the, the community that we're becoming. As for those of you who don't know, we're bringing our first 10 years to a close and embarking upon the next decade and doing so very consciously, appreciating all that we have and all that has been given. Truly, a lot has been given over these 10 years by you. Um, so we honor you. This is not a talk of um, you should give and why don't you give and what are the contractions. Well, I might get to some of that. But more importantly is to really um, honor and recognize all that you do give and to really appreciate you because all of this that is here is because of the uh, thousands of generous hearts and hands and um, financial donations and all the ways that you've given to Bodie since the first day that we opened coming on 10 years ago. Um, so there is no, um, we have pockets of individual experience of, of lack and limitation, which we're always here to help dissolve and we'll be moving into a prosperity month next month to continue to do that because it is our work to do layers of becoming free in that area. But Today, to really honor that one of the core intentions of a conscious, evolving community is a community that gives and shares, and that is who you are. That is, that is um, who you've been from the very beginning. It has been an amazing journey. We have hit few bumps along the way. Um, one of the big ones was moving into this space, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, we're moving from a sm you know, small little offices and renting a theater just on Sundays to all of this property and taking ownership of this, or, or we're, we're, we don't own it, we're leasing it, but still, we, you know, caring for it and making it our own has been quite a process over the last year and a half. And I think we've done a fantastic job, don't you? This is an amazing, amazing space. And it caused us as a community to expand, to stretch. There were those few nights where myself and the leadership body were in deep prayer and struggle around how will we do this? What, what will happen? Will we make it through? We did have a few dark nights of the soul, but those dark nights of the soul, um, when prayed through, when gotten through, become the very fiber of, of our faith that we lean into and that we can depend upon to expand even more, um, to expand in good and as good. You know, there is a community of people a long, long, long time ago that you may have heard of. They were called the Israelites, and they were freed from um, Egypt, and they were in the wilderness, and they were led by a man named Moses, who I assume many of you have also heard of. But there's a fantastic part of the story um, in, in their being in the wilderness, and Moses is trying to um, wrangle all of these, these people and get them organized and build a spiritual community with people going this way and that way, and, and they're moving out of bondage, and they're into freedom. And when you step into freedom, there's new laws and new ways of being together that we don't yet know. So this story represents our story individually and collectively. As we move from good to greater good, there are those times where we must learn the next, next phase of being together, the next um, rules and laws and ways of operating as a people. So during the story, Moses finds himself in a lot of struggle and a lot of turmoil and strife. So he goes up the mountain, up Mount Sinai, to commune with God, 
to go into the innermost place, the, 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 um, the secret place of the Most High, which is what we are guided to do. That is, as a spiritual community, when we find ourselves um, tousled and turned and, and whipped around by the things of this world, confused on which way to go, we say, go to the inner place. Go to the place inside to find your peace because the truth is, it is consciousness first. Form follows consciousness. This is true about your life. Form follows consciousness. So whatever's happening in your world, you can back it up to the place where you're sitting in the center of it. And when you take the time to get right there, from there, things start to unfold in a very graceful way. Very often, if you're like me, you spend a lot of time first trying to move these pieces around and fix these things and adjust those and control, fix, and manage those. Anyone? Please don't leave me alone on this one. Until finally, an exhaustion and more confusion and more people's opinions than you need, because if you're like me, you'll ask 10 people what they think, only to discover that it's left you more confused and conflicted. When we finally have hit those walls, we go, I need to go inward. I need to go to the spirit from which all life flows. Well, that's what Moses did. Moses went up to the mountain, to the spirit of that from which all good flows. And it is said in the story that a burning bush appeared in conversation with God. He had a burning bush. And on the conversation that was happening, I imagine God was saying, or not imagine, it's in the story, I'm just not going to say it correctly, as I often misquote. Um, But God's saying, you need to go manage these people. You need to take care of this. And Moses says, who do I say sent me? And the burning bush says, say, I am that I am. I am that I am is the answer. That Moses received. Now it's a confusing statement. I am that I am. That's the direction he's given. So it is the direction we are given. But inside that little phrase, as I've contemplated, as others have contemplated it, what you realize is inside the phrase, I am that I am, is actually the code, a spiritual code to unlock the answers that live inside of each and every one of us. It is to go to the center of I am. Some would say that the word of God is I am. Now, not I am abundance, I am productive, I am good, I am worthy. We do those things. We we say affirmations here all the time. And it is good to attach to your I am positive words that transform your understanding of self and your being in the world. But the deepest call is to go to the I am itself and to stay there. To stay there until it causes you to move forward. And that's a scary thing. It's scary to go and sit in the center of I am and to trust it implicitly and fully. To sit in the center of the I am presence with attaching nothing onto it. And to be willing to be fearless, meaning... That for some of us, to sit in the center of your I am means that if you stay there long enough, you will begin to see things that don't align or vibrate with who you are. You will begin to perhaps be guided down a completely different path, which for many of us is why we don't sit long enough in the center of the I am. What if you sit in the center of the I am and it says, move to a trailer park in Florida? That might not be your personal desire. 
What if it says to go off in another direction? What if it says this relationship is complete? This job is over. It's time for you to do something else. Spirit often, and it depends on how far outside of your center you've been living. For some of us, there are many things we're doing and saying and causing that actually aren't coming from the I am presence of your being. And those things, if you you really want to walk a spiritual path, and you really want to be in full integrity with your own being, we must surrender all those things. Some people say, get to zero. If we can get ourselves to zero, which means no attachment whatsoever, from that place you move. Not from force, not from control, not from wanting to make things happen, but from inspiration. You see, what is true is whatever's happening inside of your world right now where you're struggling and trying to make something happen, make a dream come true, cause something to occur, when you're efforting, that is the point where we say here, that's the time to let go. And it's not easy. Believe me, I am speaking to myself in a lot of ways. But this is the evolution of our community. This is, imagine this is the next fantastic chapter of being together where we really do sit so intentionally together in the center of the I am presence. And we don't move until it moves us. And it will move you, don't worry. Some people, oh, well, what am I going to do? Sit there and do nothing? Well, you know what? Maybe that will be your path. Would that be so bad? What you've been doing hasn't been working. Perhaps sitting still for a while wouldn't be bad. The truth of the matter is we are people that love to move and create and cause. And that's honored. So those things will occur, but again, they come from a completely different vibration, and that's what we're seeking. You know, it says in the 12-step book of Alcoholics Anonymous, we will intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. Now, this is a teaching for addiction and for other people, but the wisdom is eternal. So let me say it again. We will intuitively know how to handle things which used to baffle us. Now, that says you are an intuitive being. And when you take the time to tap into your intuition, to listen to it, that which used to be confusing, that which you used to try to make happen, that which used to not be able to get fixed, managed, and controlled, you will intuitively have the answers that move you forward in a way that is right and good and no longer baffling. Doesn't that sound fantastic? That's not just for a bunch of addicts sitting in a room somewhere. That's for every single one of us. We need to to dive into the center of your own I am presence, which inside is a voice of intuition, which knows when to hold still, when to move, when to go left, when to go right, when to extend ourselves fully and boldly, when to put down a boundary that is non-negotiable. This I am presence, listening to it and following it, will not just make you just a little mushy marshmallow. It will make you a mushy marshmallow when you're supposed to be. But the very next moment, it may say, baby, get your big girl pants on because you've got to take a stand. You've got to take a stand here. So the I am presence that we are, that I'm inviting us all to deepen into more and more and more will take us first through some dark tunnels, perhaps, some dark nights of the soul. Because as I said, 
We don't know who we will be on the other side. We don't know who stays or goes or what remains or doesn't. But what we do know, and this is what is promised us, what we do know is that it's better. It's more alive. It is your own. It is your life. And you're feeling it. And you're living it. And it's attractive. And it's beautiful. And, and, and good, wonderful people will be a part of that. And good, wonderful experiences will expand from that. If we each will do that individually and then come together as a community, what is possible? So much, so much good is possible. The, the last intention of a conscious evolutionary community, which we are, that I want to speak of, is around this giving and sharing. It is the way that we can, that we have been blessing and supporting each other. But I'm not, I'm not, Again, not looking at how we haven't been doing it, but looking at what is the next evolution and expansion inside of this for each and every one of us. To continue to generously support each other in our prayers, with our resources, with our time and talent to build this community, but to help you in your personal lives to come together in the small groups that we create, in the groups that meet once a month in each other's homes, in the service teams. These are the ways that we get connected and we begin to know each other and we begin to care for each other. You know, when I was a kid, I did not like going to church at all. But I loved the community. I loved being a part of the community that we were a part of. And we would, we would um, play together and have picnics together and, and go swimming and, and gather around the, the, the bonfire in the backyard and, and sing songs all the time. It was such a fun community. And we were Catholics, so they drank a lot. But, you know, that just made it more fun. See, if you're Catholic, you know this is true. Really, Father Steve, the fifth martini, are you kidding me? God bless him wherever he is. I'm not kidding you on this one. We loved Father Steve as the liquor kept flowing and flowing and flowing. But it was fun. It was fun. It was what it was meant to be for the time. And now there's a time for us to build our conscious community. And what I'm really excited about is not just the generous sharing that we will continue to do that you have been doing so beautifully here, but it's time for us to generously share ourselves beyond our walls. And what does that look like? Because we're not going to go out and fix people. We're not going to go out and rescue people. We're not going to play on the, the uh, it's called the uh, victim triangle. The victim, victimizer, hero triangle. That's what, can, I talk about that often. Because that's what keeps playing itself out in the world. There's a victim, there's a victimizer, and there's a hero. That's the game that keeps recycling itself in the ego. In the world of separation, that's the only game being played. It's a game that plays inside yourself and in your life. Look for it. Where do you play the victim? Where do you play the victimizer? Where do you come in as the hero? That triangle has nothing new on it. Nothing. But there's a whole new way to play stepping off of that triangle and to go out into the world to see our brothers and our sisters as whole, perfect, and complete and to see a need that we can fulfill and to know that it's not anything bad or wrong, but it's a divine appointment because them getting their need fulfilled by us brings the God out in all things. That's the game that we get to play. That's what I'm really excited and interested in. But I think that for us to generously share who we are, to give of ourselves away in other ways out in the world that we don't know, who will we be inside of that? What's possible for us? That's exciting. That's interesting. And I hope that you're excited and interested in that. I... 
I hope, I hope that it will inspire you to want to play a bigger game here, not just for ourselves, but so that we build this and it flowers open out into the world. We do this, and I'm talking in we, us, community, and I want to keep going back to you individually. We do this by communing inside of the I am, spending time inside. The way that we do that, one of our primary practices for that is the meditation. To take the time to just be in the center, attaching nothing to it. I am. And watching what, come, what the I am itself brings forward out of that. That's an individual journey that each of us must go inward to discover. But the great thing about Bodhi is that we do it together also. We do it in our classes. We do it here. So you have your practice at home. And then we come together and we practice in our classes and in our, in our ways that causes us to grow and deepen and become more connected, to see the beauty of God within each other. I am so excited about who we are. I'm so, I could not be more fulfilled after 10 years of, of doing this to, to I, I, I'm shocked that I go, I can't wait to see what the next 10 years is about. That's amazing. I'm so grateful. And much of that is because of you. So next, I will be here next week with Reverend Karen Russo, by the way, who also is a friend of mine from Agape. We were in practitioner training, uh, spiritual counseling training, and ministerial school together. So Karen Russo has been my prayer partner since 1998. We have been prayer partners for 15 years, which is really so fun. And it's so kooky fun to think of us back in ministerial school going, I'm going to build a church. I'm going to write a book. And here we are. (laughs) So I'm really... I'm really excited for you to meet her. I ask that you please come and bring your friends. She's funny. She's witty. She's got this self-deprecating way that's just really great. And she is steeped in the wisdom and principles of, of, of abundance and how to live it and how to become free inside of it. So we move into an amazing journey over the next six weeks to come, um, being kicked off by my dear, dear friend um, that, that I, I really look forward to being with. So, But for today... Let's take a deep breath. Let us turn within to the I am presence and we'll move into our time of prayer. I invite our spiritual counselors and leadership body and core council to stand and hold the space. And just as you breathe inward, just inside yourself, I am. Just feel that and speak that. And, and it, it lives in the center of your heart. I am. Take a deep breath. I am just feels so good. I am with nowhere to go. I am with nothing to prove. I am with nothing to get. And what the I am says is I am life everlasting. I am a power and presence that contains within it all that is needed now and forevermore. I am possibility, hope, and inspiration, inspiring always. I am 
the givingness of life. The very nature of life is to give and to give to itself. Life giving to life. We are the witness. We are to witness and to be the blessed conduits through which life naturally does what it does, which is to give, to share, to bless and multiply. So in this time of prayer, it is a prayer of gratitude for all the blessings and all that has been given to us. And for each one of you and the giving that you have done of your time, your talent, your treasure. Feel the appreciation rise up from within you and all around you because you have been a part of building this beloved community. And in this moment, let us return to the center of that which builds all of it, which is the great I am. The great I am that is inspired and knows which way to go and how to go and where to go. And it's always orchestrating itself divinely. There is, there is perfection and, and harmony and order within this grace that always blesses everyone, everywhere. We trust this. And I, by the power of the word, know that the I am presence is activated within your individual life. Right here, right now. Wherever it is, you have been trying to make something happen. A relationship, a, a, a financial gain, a healing, a transformation of mind, body, and spirit. I call upon the I am presence that does the work. Its nature is wholeness and health. Reveal thyself in the body temple. Its nature is sufficiency and abundance. Reveal thyself in our resources. Its nature is generous sharing and creative expression. Reveal thyself in our work. And its nature is to love and to know itself. Reveal thyself in our relationships. We force nothing. We make nothing happen. But we call upon this presence now to reveal itself in our lives. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes to this presence. Yes to this power. Yes to this love. Yes to this sufficiency. Yes to this life. This life. (sighs) So grateful so grateful for the fulfillment of this prayer, for the embodiment of it, for the shifts that have occurred, and for the many blessings that come from it. So grateful. I release this prayer now into the action of the law, knowing that it is done. Now, this prayer is fulfilled now. And together in joyous anticipation and receptivity, we say, and so it is. And so it shall be. Thank you.